This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Sam Keir, host of Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. For the past 12 months, I've been talking to T20 star David Visa, getting his take from behind the scenes at the IPL, the 100 and the rest of the world's biggest leagues. That's the Donnelly View system, deal. There's no <laughs> ways in my mind that was up. These guys don't know how to win at this stage. He had his driver pick him up in his Bentley. People start chanting your name. You kind of have to pinch yourself. Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts. Sport Social. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hello, everybody, and welcome to For Love of Pomegranate Podcast. Coming to you again with a pre-match press conference pickups for Burnley away. As we know, Stephen Jarrett meets with the press with meets with the press every Friday, and we'd like to try and bring you some of the sound bites, some of the snippets um, from that press conference to you as well, and just kind of give our discussions around it. So, as always, this is a shorter podcast. Going to try and keep it to around the ten-minute mark, and also it will be available on our audio podcast. But if you could like this on YouTube. Really, really appreciate it. Give it, give it a thumbs up. If you could share this on all social media, and also if you could subscribe to our audio podcast, we'd really, really, uh, we would really, really appreciate that. And it helps support the podcast here. So, Stephen Gerrard press conference versus Burnley. Um, <coughs> obviously coming up this weekend, there was quite a lot of questions about the Burnley game. But uh, as always, uh, Stephen Gerrard started off with uh, who is and who isn't available for the weekend. Namely, obviously, Leon Bailey, who got injured last week, will not be available. He did mention that he expects him to play before the end of the season again. And I think that Stephen Jarrett wants him to play so that he can ascertain maybe whether he's somebody who will stay around for the next, for the rest of the season or not. He said that Courtney House is definitely out, um, which is an interesting one because I'm still not even really sure what happened to Courtney House, how he got injured. Uh, was it in training? It's been... There's been a lot said about it, but uh, I'm sure we will find out. And I'm sure if I just did a proper Google search and it, I would be able to find it out. But off the top of my head, I'm not 100% sure. I suppose the biggest news really was that JJ Ramsey looks like he's probably not going to make it, just judging by what Stephen Gerrard said. Picked up an injury in training. Um, doesn't think it's going to be too serious, but maybe out for this weekend. And uh, Morgan Sanson, the enigmatic Morgan Sanson, is back in training at the moment. 
Um, so that's really the team news. Um, with really only Bailey and House definitely ruled out. Looks like JJ won't make it, and Morgan Sansan will be back with the squad again. So that's really uh, that's who we will have and what deck we will have to shuffle over the weekend. A lot of questions about Burnley, as I mentioned. He spoke about Burnley. Um, he said that they have their own style, that their fans are really good, that they're getting a new manager bounce. And he was asked a question about that later on. And we, we will talk about that once we get to when that question was asked. He made a really, really interesting comment as well to me when he mentioned that Turf Moor is a tight ground. And I wonder, will that influence the way that he wants to play at the weekend? Because we have gotten very, very wide. And we did it against Norwich as well. We got very wide. And maybe if he's already thinking down the lines of this being a tight ground, will we see maybe some changes to personnel? Will we see cha some changes to uh, to maybe the way that we go? And do we go a small bit maybe more direct um, when we are playing against Burnley? I don't know. But it was interesting that he mentioned the ground. And he made a point of preference to say that it's a tight ground. And um, when he hasn't really done that before, when he's speaking about um, about away days, maybe I'm picking up on something that isn't there. Maybe I am. Who knows? Um, he discussed. He was asked a question as well about relegation and whether he thinks that we're still in the relegation battle. And I thought he handled this question really, really well. Um, he was the exact question was, "Do you think you need one more win to be safe from relegation?" Or something in around those lines. That was the inference I say from the question. Um, oh, Stephen Gerrard said he wants as many points as possible. He says that we have internal targets and that we want to reach those at the moment. We aren't reaching those, but we we can still reach them by the end of the season, which was really interesting as well. Um, he said that we're going to Burnley in a very good place. Burnley are obviously after getting three wins on uh, on the bounce, and that they're um, you know they're picking up points. But he did mention then when he was pressed on it afterwards, he said that look. He's only focused on Aston Villa Football Club. It doesn't bother him who goes down or who stays up because it's 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 nothing that he can control, which I thought was a nice answer to the question because, look, um, it is none of his business and he can't control what goes on at any other teams, but he can control what goes on at Aston Villa. And to be honest, probably a bit of a throwaway question, but, you know, he answered it pretty well and he didn't give any real soundbite that could have been snapped up upon, which was good, which was good. He was then, as I mentioned previously, he was asked about the new manager bounce, and it was an interesting question. It was an interesting question the way it was asked because it was he was asked to explain the new manager bounce. And I don't think there's any way of doing that. Uh, no one's been able to explain a new manager bounce um, in a concrete manner. Uh, it was referenced in the question that obviously Villa had a new manager bounce, and now that Burnley are having that manager bounce. But um, Stephen Gerrard mentioned that he doesn't, he hasn't come across Mike Jackson. He hasn't been in, uh, involved with him in the game. Um, but all credit to him that he's done a fantastic job since he's come in. He's looking forward to playing them twice. And, and he kind of skirted around the question because, to be honest with you, it's a philosophical question. There's no way of answering it. How do you get a new manager bounce? Who knows? Why do some teams get it and some teams don't? Um, I, I, it's Yeah, it, it is what it is. I thought it was an interesting question. But, you know, it was a question whereby... The second it left the interviewer's lips, they were never really going to be able to get the answer that they wanted from that. So Stephen Gerrard once again skirted around it nicely, mentioned that he didn't know Michael Jackson, uh, Mike Jackson, and but all credit to him, and he's looking forward to playing him twice. So, um, got that that was a that was an interesting segment there. Questioning then moved on towards Tim. Uh, towards young Tim, and, and and you could see that he got visibly excited, and he became a bit more verbose and and wanted to give away a bit more about young Tim. Um, he said he's a different style of player. He's more defensive. Um, he said that he's, he was absolutely impeccable out of possession last week, which was really interesting. Um, he mentioned that there was a couple of areas whereby he wants him to improve in. Obviously, that's you know, every young player is going to have areas to improve in. 
um, and he wants to polish and sharpen up those. But it sounded like young Tim is has very much pushed himself to the front of the queue when it comes to um when it comes to to maybe the defensive midfielder position or even in the short term between now and the end of the season that he's pushed himself to the queue because of the way he trains. Um, and that's something that he, he mentioned later on once again. He mentioned as well, this is a really interesting segment because he kind of went in without being prompted an awful lot into the fans being excited about the academy setup, the, the, the players coming through. He said that there's more coming through than we even know about at the moment. We have, you know, the likes of, uh, I think he name-checked JJ, Carney, uh, Tim. He name-checked those guys and he said that there's more people coming through as well that, that, that will be able to affect this team, which was interesting. Um, because uh, there was another question later on about recruitment, which was uh, which which heavily leaned upon, um, you know, some of the pieces that he said with regards to this as well. But what he said is he said that a lot of the younger players are good enough at the moment, that age is but a number. If you're good enough, you're old enough and you get your opportunity to shine, provided that you're out training the seniors is what he said. And that was a really interesting one to me, whether it was whether you could see it as a as an um I suppose, a, a pat in the back to Tim, it, 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 which it was. It should have been. He's mentioned that twice now that he's trained really, really well. But could it also be a kind of a rocket to the likes of maybe Kearney? You know, we've seen recently that, uh, again, even this week, he's prepared to leave Aston Villa and uh, maybe just the level in training isn't there. Um, but he did say if you out-train seniors, you will get your opportunity. Now, also, I wouldn't be, very, I wouldn't be at all surprised in the absence of somebody like... Um, Jacob Ramsey, that Carney gets a start at the weekend, or even gets some minutes off the bench um, at, at the weekend either. So there's a lot. I think there's a lot of not being said in that sentence, and I, uh, you know, we can hypothesize about it, but I do think it is a loaded sentence, and it's meant for somebody to listen to, whether it's Carney or whether it's not, or whatever the case may be. Whether it's a senior player, I don't, I don't know. Um, but he did say that Tim will learn from the game that we played at the weekend, that he knows what he's done really, really well. He knows what he's done done wrong, and it's his first start, and obviously there's going to be learnings. He was then asked then about the overhaul over the over the, the, the summer, and he said it's not the time to talk about an overhaul, which I agree with him. I don't think it's the time to talk about now. We've got five games until the end of the season, and we need to, we need to put in maximum effort in those games. Um, he said that it is his job, though, as a manager to use the players that he has to get the balance right and to build where he needs to build and um, that nobody's satisfied with where the club are at the moment and you know reading between the lines he mentioned he, he kind of inferred that there would be movement over the summer which is something he's done before and he said that they're, we're analyzing for a summer recruitment and they're really focusing as well on the preseason while also looking towards uh, the last five games that we had so very political answer but I like the way that he kind of shut down the hole and didn't get dragged into overhaul talk and, and big transfers and playing his card for the summer too early. Um there was in the, the next question was regards to Burnley and I thought it was if you own a vehicle with less than two hundred thousand miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. I thought it might have been a bit disrespectful in a way. So he's, he, I, I think the, the, 
I think the person asking the question kind of caught midway through it that, ooh, I know that they're going to come back here and say this is disrespectful to Burnley. But the question went along the lines of, do teams like Burnley add to the identity of the Premier League? And, you know, it was kind of meant, you know, along the lines of Burnley are an up and at them, you know, a physical team. And, you know, there are great, great teams in the Premier League. And, and does this add to the identity? And, and, and Jared kind of just stared him down and said, it's important that it's important for every team in the Premier League to be uh, to have their own identity, to have their own style. And he said that it's disrespectful to say that Burnley can't play. And um, I think for me, that is the right answer. You know, I think it is the right answer. It, it was an interesting question. I'd like to, if it was phrased a bit differently, it could have elicited a better answer. Um, but Jared basically, Jared was given the string uh, and, and, and he tied the knot with it, you know, so there was not much more that he could do with that one, which was, uh, which was good in a way. Um, also, uh, he was asked, it was a strange not playing Burnley at all this season. He mentioned that this is a unique year. It's a unique time. It's a unique season. Um, he would have liked to have played them in, in December. And he, I don't know whether he let something slip, but he said he, that they would have they would have had to play their under-23s and that the Premier League made the decision and took it out of their hands. They may not have been able to feel a full bench and a lot of the players that would have played would have played in under-23 action the day before. So the Premier League made the decision. And, and I, I hadn't heard that myself previously. So um, that's an interesting piece as well. Um, another uh, question then was, he fielded another question with regards to what can players do to maybe change his mind about um, their position within the team between now and the summer and he basically just said win um, he wants to wants every single player to find a better level of consistency uh, he talked about ambitions and he said he kind of clarified and said listen he's not managing this club with his personal ambitions in mind and um, he obviously has personal ambitions but he's employed to implement the board's ambition I thought that was a nice answer some people might take, pick it up and think it's a negative but he, his personal ambition is you know to, to, to get into the Champions League and so would the boards be. But the board wants, you know, the board wants to be able to do that under a financial moniker of, of you know, stability and, and so on. So there's going to be parameters put in, put in, in place. So the board can turn around and say we want to get into the Champions League, but they're going to be putting other parameters uh, in in place as well to make sure he doesn't just bankrupt the club, for want of a better word, as well. And um, so you know, his personal ambition and the board's uh, the board's ambition and how the board need him to implement it may be two different things. And I think that's okay to say that's not bitching the moaning at the board. I think it's just uh, knowing that you're an employee and knowing that you know I have to do this a certain way, and I'm okay with doing it. And I'm happy to do it. And I think that's absolutely fine. Once again, I could have read into that way too much, but. Um, I think that they're both in lockstep and uh, that's what it showed that they were in lockstep to me. Um, he was asked a question about Rangers. Um, I, 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 yeah, what can he say? He can hardly turn around and say that they're doing a shite up job and they were lucky to get to where they got to because that's obviously not true. Uh, they played a good game last night against Leipzig and they're going to play Eintracht Frankfurt and he said he's going to be supporting from afar and he wishes them the best. But, you know, once again, every single week he gets asked about another team that has nothing got to do with the game. And for me, I just tune out for those questions, regardless of whether it's United two weeks ago, whether it's Liverpool last week and now it's Rangers this week. I just tune out for those and um, I will continue to do so. To be honest with you, he's an Aston Villa football club manager. He's not a Rangers manager. He's not a Liverpool player anymore, and he certainly isn't anything to do with Manchester United. So, for me, um, 
a wasted question. Um, and lastly, he kind of finished up on more academy pieces. He said he was asked about why the academy was going so well or why we were so excited about the academy. He mentioned there was very good coaches. He mentioned the pathway, which once again could have been a, um, you know, a reference to certain things we've heard from certain new players uh, recently. He mentioned that you know historically there's been a good pathway with with Garrett Barry and Gabriel Bonhor, etc., that have come through the come through the youth squad, go on and play for England. Um, he said that look, it's a combination of hard hard work from the coaches, good investment from the owners, and also the catchment area has a lot of talent. And he lastly, then he praised the amateur clubs in the area, who obviously the feeder clubs for Aston Villa Football Club as well. So all in all, it was a, it was a, it was a, a kind of a meandering type of press conference. You know, a lot of people wanted to ask questions about the academy, and um, a lot of people wanted to ask questions about Burnley, and and then we had the odd other question that was in there as well. But all in all, I would have liked to hear more about the Burnley side of things. Um, but say la vie, I'm sure that I suppose really words don't mean anything and we'll do our talking on the field um, when the time comes on Saturday. So thanks very much, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Please, if you like this, please click the click, click the thumbs up on YouTube. Please also follow our audio podcast. Really, really appreciate it. Set up the subscription on, on, on the audio podcast. It costs you nothing to do, um, but it really, really helps out the podcast uh, on this side as well. So... Uh, that's going to do it for today. Um, as I say, Stephen Gerrard looks like a man who's fired up. He doesn't look like a man who's on the beach at all. And I think that we're going to see um, a nice team at the weekend and uh, that we're going to take the game to Burnley and we're not going to go there, um, you know, thinking about uh, about the preseason just yet. So that, to me, fills me with confidence. And we will be back with a team sheet tantrum tomorrow on Saturday. And uh, we hope to see you all there. Watch out for social media for the links. And with that, I suppose all that's really left to say is up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.